everyone, my name is Dalen, and I am a short-time intern for the organization Climbable. These next couple of episodes are going to be a mini-series about me asking past interns from Climbable advice about their careers and just needing guidance to prepare for the working fields after high school. Today's guest is Alana York. emailing back and for being my first guest yeah of course um so tell me a bit about yourself yeah so um I'm a student at Endicott College I'm graduating actually in two weeks with my master's in business administration uh yeah so my undergrad was in business management and I minored in psychology um I'm originally from Maine but right now I live in Beverly, Mass on the North Shore. Um, I love to read. I love to ski. And um, I love dogs. I have one dog, Phantom. Is it so, a boy or a girl? It's a girl. She's um, half Golden Retriever and half Australian Shepherd. Oh, wow. She's pretty adorable. Yeah. That's so cute. <laughs> Okay, so my first question is, technically my second, we'll we'll see. Um, (laughs) How was your experience at Climbable? It was really good. Um, It was definitely not the traditional internship slash co-op. Because I live in Beverly, I worked mostly remotely, but I did come into the office a few times um, to work. So I... And also my internship lasted a lot longer than the traditional internships. Um, I've been at Climbable for almost a year and a half, but it's been kind of an off and on relationship. So I was originally brought on by um, Jen Stevenson, who was assistant executive director at the time. And she invited me on the team to work on our benefit concert, Climapalooza, um, as an event planning intern. So I was really interested in doing that, and I agreed. It was five to ten hours a week. Um, and the I was hired way in advance of the event so that we had plenty of time to plan, and I think that worked out pretty well. Um, and I so appreciate that she did reach out to me um, because I have quite a different background than most of the students that come to intern with Climbable. Um, So it was cool that I was given that opportunity. And I've heard, or like, correct me if I'm wrong, this is technically your last week or the next week? Yes, yeah, next week is my last week and I'll be wrapping up everything then yeah <laughs> so it's, it's kind of weird that it's coming to an end but yeah so well you leaving and like I don't know like starting a new journey um what is like one moment um or one memory at Climbable that will stick with you forever oh that's a good question <laughs> um okay so I would say that the most memorable moment for me was right before Climapalooza began at 5 30. Mm-hmm. Um, so Climapalooza, a little bit of background on that has been going on 
this will be our sixth year in September. Um, but for the fifth annual concert, which was last year, they really kind of wanted to do it big and bring on a lot of sponsors and have quite a few bands and get a great venue and just really like make it a big event for our fifth year. So that was my main job. Um, and 5.30 that night after a, almost a year of prep, I was so nervous that it wasn't going to work out and no one was going to come and the food truck wasn't going to sell any food and the performers will, would just be performing without anyone watching. Um, so that I really got into my head about that. The second most memorable, or maybe the the most memorable, was when it was probably 7.30 after the concert had started and some performers came on. And there were people, there were plenty of people. The food truck had almost sold out at that point. Um, the, the nonprofits tabling were having a lot of good conversations um, about our community and about climate resilience and... It all worked out, and I was pretty proud of how it all came together. So, so yeah. Cool. Um, and since I g- I'm assuming, well, like you said, Climate Palooza was like, I guess your main job. Mm-hmm. Um, did you like work on any other projects, or was like Climate Palooza your number one? Um, definitely, Climate Palooza was my number one, mm-hmm. and there was a lot that went into that, but. Uh, This winter, I also worked on a letter campaign to increase donor attention um, and appreciation. So that was another point where I went into the office. I was mailing letters um, uh, and doing all that kind of stuff. And I actually sourced um, in Salesforce. We have a database with all the uh, past donors. Um, So I was trying to organize that and... um, Put that all together so letters could get out nice yeah it doesn't seem like too stressful which sounds nice right it's just yeah. like more relaxed i mean you're still doing what you have to do you're right like mm-hmm. you know it's not like too load of a work um okay so what skills or experience did you gain that you feel like will be transferable in the future endeavors um Yeah, I think the biggest thing is communication skills. Uh, I know that practice makes perfect when communicating professionally, for sure. Uh, If it's something that you're not used to doing, it's definitely can be a challenge and um, one that you just need to work on every day that you come in or communicate via email or over the phone. because that's not something that you're used to when you've never been in a professional environment before. Um, So I had to really learn how to understand how to email in a fun but professional way, um, handle calls with donors, and make sure that they were happy building that connection with Climable. Um, So I think the ultimate goal was getting those donations but also building relationships that would last with the donors that we were reaching out to for the first time or reaching back out to from past um sponsorship and 
I've all I also noticed that the way that you communicate with past and present or past and potential donors is different um so it's just kind of all about figuring out how to communicate and I think that that kind of transfers over in every single place that you work um and I know that different there's different cultures and the way that you communicate may change but it's always good to have that professional background to fall back on nice and would you also say like confidence plays with that as well yeah yeah and you definitely gain more confidence as you do it more and more okay yeah because like I cry inside every time I don't know I'm like not forced to do something but like something new I'm like I don't want to yeah no definitely I feel the same way sometimes um but I think that it's important to do because uh it'll really help you in future careers and even in interviews and stuff like that if you can communicate well with the other person and try to build a good connection with them it helps nice yeah um um so like as you mentioned before you're graduating with your master's correct yes yeah so what's your plan after oh so my plan is to look for a job (laughs) (laughs) uh in the short term i'm going back to maine Mm -hmm. uh, where i'm from for the summer i'll be working at uh one of my favorite breweries lake st george brewing uh which is a fantastic establishment (laughs) (laughs) um but long term i'm looking to remain in the boston area uh working for a company that helps me grow both personally and professionally um And I probably won't be working directly in the energy sector. Uh, I know that interning for Climable led me to understand how working at a place that aligns with your values makes that experience that much better and much more impactful. So going into job interviews and looking at companies that I'm interested in working for, um, I'll definitely take the experience that I got at Climable and um apply that knowledge moving forward are you like looking for any specific jobs like i don't know i'm so all over the place (laughs) (laughs) i'm looking into specific companies that match my values um and moving from there and the thing is that i've had to do a lot of work figuring out what those values actually are before I can safely say that I would work for a company or not, if that makes sense. Yeah. But in terms, in terms of industry, I don't have a set. So, um, I don't know. I feel like hearing like you don't have like a specific career kind of makes me feel nice. Cause like, I don't (laughs) know what I'm doing. And like, as a first generation, I have, I mean, there is people that, like, come to me with advice, but, like, right. this is my first time hearing, like, oh, like, this is, you know, a part of my life, or this is a moment of my life that I'm not specifically looking for something. Um, I don't know. I feel like that's so cool to hear, because I right. usually don't hear that. Yeah. Thank you. No, I, yeah, I feel like this is the first moment in my life where I haven't had a plan about what I'll be doing in the next four to ten years (laughs) um but that's fine it definitely 
makes me a little bit nervous, but I'm just trying to go with it and just stick with the mindset that it is okay. And even if I did have everything figured out, something would probably change very quickly. So, yeah. Yeah. Dang, that's like so nice to hear. (laughs) It's like so refreshing to hear. But yeah. But those are all the questions that I have. Thank you for being the first person to be in this journey with me. And it was refreshing, like I said, and nice hearing about, you know, like doing like stuff after college and like just experiences that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me.